Hey everybody, it's Shaman Sister Sin, and you're listening to the Meditations and More podcast, brought to you by littleshaman.org. That's me, Little Shaman. Today I wanted to talk to you about something very important, and that is why you should listen to narcissists. I know, I know, you're going to say, but Little Shaman, you always tell us not to listen to narcissists, that everything they say is crazy, projection, BS, that isn't based in reality. That's true, and I still mean that. Believe me, I still mean that. But you probably should listen to the narcissist in your life to a certain degree, and this is what I mean by that. First, let's be sure we understand what is meant by listen. Listen, in this context, does not mean obey, does not mean take to heart about yourself, does not mean internalize, does not mean allow to define you, or anything like that. That we still don't ever want to do. It just means listen in the sense of physically hearing what's being said and mentally comprehending what it means. When you start to do that, when you really start to do that, you are very likely going to hear some things that you really didn't hear before. When you listen to narcissists and you take the time to truly comprehend the things that they're saying, what you hear is how they really view things and what they really think. Not necessarily of you or anything else specifically in reality. That's always a crapshoot based on their moods and emotions in the moment and cannot ever really be taken seriously. What we're talking about more is how their mind works, their perception, how they view the world in general. And when you hear that, when you truly hear that, you will realize there's no hope of having any actual relationship with this person at all because the way they see things is so rigid and negative that it's completely hopeless. Narcissists, like everyone else in the world, will tell you how they really are and what they really think if you actually listen to them. It's true that they attempt to present themselves a certain way and things like that, but it's also true that the reality is right there in front of us the entire time. All we have to do is look. To see, one has only to look. To hear, one has only to listen. Dealing with narcissists is no different. One of the hardest things about doing this is trying to see past our own emotions and projections. A basic amount of projection is necessary for communication. We have to assume that others are coming from the same basic place that we are, that they mean the same basic things when using the same basic words and things like that. Where things get complicated is that this is not always true, so misunderstandings can happen. When we're dealing with pathologically narcissistic people, it isn't really safe to assume anything about what they're saying or what they mean, and if we really listen to what they say, we can see that. As we discussed in the episode of the show, Decoding Narcissistic Communication, narcissists often use words, idioms, and or expressions incorrectly, for example. Their definition of words, particularly words that describe feelings, are often incorrect or are misconstrued. They might say things that make no sense or that seem out of context. There's also some bigger, more emotional projection that happens as well, and this is not only incorrect, but often dangerous. The example we always use on this channel of this kind of projection is serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer is considered by many people to be a sort of lonely hearts club guy who killed people because he didn't want to be alone. This perception was created by Dahmer's own words. When asked why he killed people, he said it was because he didn't want them to leave him. When asked why he ate people, he said it was because he wanted them to be a part of him. People hearing these words from such a soft-spoken, awkward, basically normal-looking man assume that Dahmer means what they would mean by those words, and they attribute his motivations to loneliness. This causes them to view him as a sympathetic, even tragic figure who killed because he was so shy and lonely. 
However, the reality of the situation is very far from any of that, and these facts are known. It's not a secret. Dahmer's behavior toward his victims both before and after they were dead demonstrates his extreme lack of empathy, his extreme objectification of other people, his complete lack of interest in normal relationships with living, cognizant human beings demonstrates this as well. When taken in context with the reality of his actions, we can see very clearly that Dahmer's statements regarding his motivations are not statements of loneliness. They are statements of ownership. He didn't care if people had lives or families or dreams or needs or hopes or anything else. He just wanted them to stay there, and so he kept them, like they were objects. He even used that phrasing several times, I wanted to keep them. His motive for eating his victims was actually sexual gratification, a thing that he freely admitted. It had nothing to do with anything else. People just project their own meaning onto his words based on their own emotions and experiences, not the reality of the situation. We see then the danger of projecting our own feelings and experiences onto other people, especially when their behavior contradicts our interpretation. As we discussed, these things about Dahmer are known. People still allow their own projections to color their perception of both him and his crimes. This is also something we see in less extreme situations all the time. Projection is the opposite of empathy, because empathy is seeing how other people feel, and projection is seeing how you feel. This can be dangerously misleading. When listening to other people talk, we need to be cognizant of how much we are filling in, how much projection we are engaging in. Too much is dangerous, especially if the facts of the situation conflict or even contradict what we think we're hearing. It's important to give the facts of the situation more weight than our interpretation of what someone says. This isn't always easy, but with practice we can learn to put our personal interpretations aside and just listen to what's being said. When you do that with Dahmer, for example, his words sound very, very different. It's also important to try to put our emotions aside. With narcissists, this is often extremely difficult. They typically communicate using emotional manipulation a lot of the time, so trying to hold your emotions in check and really listen can feel almost impossible. It's not, though, and if you can learn to do it, the reality of what you hear is very disheartening. You hear the depth of their distrust, their anger, their fear, their contempt for other people, their loathing for themselves. You hear their willingness to take advantage of other people, their absolute conviction that the world is a scary, dangerous, predatory place where people do nothing but try to get over on each other all the time. You hear their complete and total disbelief in things like genuine kindness, trust, love, reciprocity, fairness. You hear their hopelessness that anything could ever get better for anybody ever, especially themselves. Perhaps most importantly, in a practical sense, you hear their outright refusal to ever listen to anything anyone ever says to them. The disdain and disgust, the blatant contempt mingled with terror because of their absolute certainty that literally everyone is trying to manipulate, take advantage of, or screw them over somehow. Their outright refusal to be convinced of anything, to have anything proven to them, to be wrong about anything, even if it's harming them somehow to be wrong. No willingness to risk, to trust, to try anything. You hear their refusal to invest, the reality that they don't want to believe anything anybody says to them. You hear their absolute disregard for other people, their inability to even see other people. You hear their legitimate and fervent belief that they really are the only things that matter. You hear no hope for anything, no path forward or way through offered to anybody, no way to make anything better, no ability to change or grow or evolve at all. No belief, no faith in anything, no benefit of the doubt for anyone or anything, no ability to bend, no flexibility of any kind. It's all locked doors and dead ends. It is a broken record of negativity and hopelessness and refusal to do or see anything differently that just plays and plays and plays. There's no hope here of anything. 
And once again, this is not so much about the words that they say, though you can generally hear it there too. This is about their mindsets, how they look at things, how rigid their perceptions are, how fixed their beliefs, how little capability they have to even see outside of these things at all, how small their capacity for adaptability, flexibility, and change really is. It's about hearing this, really hearing it, and really understanding how pointless it is to try and get through to this person or to hope for something else to happen. Listen to what they say. You'll hear it. They're telling you the same thing over and over and over again. Nothing is going to change, and they will never see anything differently because they're actively resisting, fighting, and defeating every single way that change could possibly happen, and they will continue to do so. Hear this and believe it because it's the truth, and they really are saying it the entire time if you listen. Hope that clears a few things up for you. As always, I look forward to your comments, questions, and suggestions, so please keep those coming. I take appointments online, over the phone, via text, via messenger, via email, and through Skype for clients worldwide. So if you're interested in speaking with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. I teach workshops, seminars, and clinics throughout the year, so if you're interested in seeing what we're running this month, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. And if you're interested in joining our support group with access to exclusive content, weekly support emails, and weekly support meetings. You can visit littleshaman.org to do that as well. You've been listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by littleshaman.org. That's me, the Little Shaman. May the Great Spirit bless you. Have a beautiful day.